Welcome to Toffee TV. It is the final word. Wolverhampton Wanderers 1, Everton 1. The penultimate game of the season. Everton unable to take the three points, but did get a last gasp equaliser at Molyneux Pet. And they were there. There you go. There you go. They were there to celebrate it. Got Jack on the sofa again today. Um, let's go to you, Jack. We needed the win. We didn't get it. However, it could be a huge point, couldn't it? That late equaliser from Yeri. Could be an absolutely massive point. That point could end up being the difference on the last day. And you know, after such a flat and awful performance, it's still almost frustrated after the game, even though you've had a 99th minute equaliser. That was such a mix of emotions when that goal went in. But once you take a step back and you look at it and you say, look, we got a point, we said for a while, 36 points. If we beat Bournemouth, we hit that target now. So we've got a point towards that. A point away at Wolves isn't the worst result, especially to get it in the 99th minute when it looked like we had nothing on for us. So it's a very frustrating one. It's hard to just have one singular emotion to it of just, oh, happy 99th minute equaliser. Mm. But it still could be a massive point. And if Newcastle do their job tonight because of other results over the weekend, it means that it could be back in our hands. Fully, yeah. I mean, Perditz, we will. We'll go into the game in detail, mm. but just looking at it, coming away from it there, it's one defeat in seven now away. Everton have, have improved away yeah, from yeah. home. It's the, it's the home form, really. Yeah, that's, say, that's great, but we haven't got another game, <laughs> But what were your feelings overall, like, um, coming off the ground? I, I coming off the ground, I was quite positive until, mm. uh, until the Forest game finished. Because yeah. um, obviously, you know, again, just, just making it smaller and smaller and smaller, mm. the, 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 the error for the margin of error. Um, I thought... The game, I thought for twenty minutes, I thought we were we were we were really on top of them. One one well half an hour, one injury, and changes the game for me. And it really did change the game, which we'll we'll talk about. Um, obviously, grabbing a point in the last minute is huge. As you you know, if like Jack just said, if Newcastle can win tonight, then it really does put it in our hands massively in terms of. A point might be enough, even if even if both teams win. It obviously, obviously, yeah. if both teams win mm. uh, with the goal difference, I mean, it just gives us that a little bit more margin, doesn't it? Obviously, yeah. we all want to win on Sunday, and like we said for a long time, we all thought four points was going to be enough from from after what happened at Brighton. Um, now it mightn't be enough, obviously, mm. if 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 Leicester win tonight, or you know, it mightn't be enough, or if Leicester get a, even get a draw tonight, it mightn't be enough, but. That's that's all you could ask for. So, yeah, I was dis I'm, I was disappointed because of what happened. The game was a bit of a mess after mm. the after that half an hour. Uh, things went against them massively. When you look at what the team was when we finished that game, to get a point out of it was was absolutely huge. And obviously that, as we get closer to Sunday, you're gonna have to start looking at that team and go, how how on earth are we gonna make a team out of this that can go and get the three points? But yeah, yeah, you know. That's got to be got to be positive. Got to be positive. We've got to have me, Jack, because obviously we're going into what is a huge week now for Everton, building up to this game. And you know, said it many times. Should never even be in this position. It's a disgrace as a football club. No, not saying we shouldn't be in this position because we're hard done to and, we, and we've been unlucky this season. We haven't. We're here. We're there, down the bottom. We're there on merit because we're there on merit. We've we've we're gonna finish for the third time <laughs> in our history with less less points than games played. It's absolutely 
been awful all season. It's the, we haven't got the attacking options in we needed, and it's it's hammered us all season. I think we're better for the players with goals in it. We Everton have been would have been all right this season, but we're going into the week. We've obviously the news is broken today that it looks like MSP have signed an exclusivity agreement with Farad, which means that's quite close to them buying into the football club. We've got to use that as a positive as well as change. But you know, the weekend Dominic Calvert-Lewin was fit. Everyone was relieved, you know, and we went out there in with a with the opportunity of winning the game against the team who'd already got themselves safe. However, if you look at the results lately, they've beaten a lot of teams at, at Molyneux. You know, Leeds had had almost a freak win there. Um, it was an outlier, wasn't which it? Which was an outlier because they won a lot of games. Beat teams like Crystal Palace who were on a great run and uh, beat Villa last time out who were on a great run. You know, I think they beat uh, Chelsea as well and but they've had good results so a point at the end of the day really isn't that bad a result but when you've seen that team you've seen Dominic Calvert-Lewin in there were you hopeful that this you know we could get the three points we needed yeah well I've been hopeful all week about it just because of the magnitude of the game and mm. you know I've been very like like a switch just on terms of will we will we go will we stay and yeah. after the Brighton result I've just tried to adopt an attitude of look we can do it we can stay up let's go for it, let's back them, let's be positive. So I, I did carry that mentality into the game. I was slightly alarmed by the team sheet, not because I thought it was wrong, just because of what we were missing. I wasn't sure on the formation, and I think a lot of people are unsure on that. But for the game itself, if you said to me before, and look, you're going to lose your striker and your right-back through injury, and Michael Keane's going to be playing up front, but you'll get a point, you go, you know what, that's probably the best we can do we'll in them that, circumstances, yeah. I'll have that. So, yeah, it's one of them. Obviously, a win makes the situation so much more comfortable. Mm. But we've still got a point, and it is a precious point. Yeah. I'm sure that that must be more than 3% of our current points mm. that we had going into it. <laughs> so, you know, you'll take it. It's, it. Is it good enough? No, but the team isn't good enough. The club's not good enough. Everything about the club currently isn't good enough. So you've got to take what you can get. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, Ped, we started the game quite brightly, really. Yeah, we had we a great effort by Dom, which yeah. the crowd, the crowd we thought might look, have gone in. Look close. Because the net bustled it at the side net. It was a lovely little shot on the turn. And he had a couple of moments, Dom, where I thought he should have done better. Yeah. Uh, two headers. Obviously, but... this, it, was a, it, was a, it was a weird start to the game because obviously you had, you had McNeil playing left-back and you had Truori going up against him. And uh, there was that almost finding out for five minutes where, where you know he was going to be he was going to be sort of um, where yeah, and think. and I thought we settled down really well. And I thought once we got once we got a uh, once we got a few set pieces in Dom that chance was great. It was a ball in, knocked down Dom, put it wide. But I thought and then got a few corners and the keeper was fancied himself every time mm. and we were getting we getting a little bit of joy there. And we'd knocked a few over and I just looked at him and thought if this continues we'll get we'll win this because. Mm. You know, as I said, it was all down to our left hand side, their right hand side. They left loads of space because Tiori doesn't track back. No. And I thought we were getting more joy out of there because Dom was Dom was doing really well. I fancied them against those two centre backs mm. as well. So yeah, early on I had no danger and I, I they didn't really they didn't do much at all. It was very much end of the season game for them. You could tell by the atmosphere, the sun was out. Very nervous in the away end. You could you could feel the tenseness of it um, because everyone knew it was our opportunity. But I was I was 
really encouraged by the early play and I just thought we'll get something here, we'll score, we'll get something and it's just a case of maybe holding on because as you mentioned before their record is, is so good they're on recently mm. normally 1-0 wins you know they haven't been conceding too many but um, obviously that all changed when, when Patterson um, went down worst thing about that is it just it didn't look like anything at the time no. that was the worst thing it was innocuous he went in for a tackle and I think his, his plant he planted his leg and I think the stretching for it has tweaked his hamstring he tried to carry on but he, you could see he was distraught he was punching the floor and everything mm. and he had to go off and the problem with that is and where Everton have, and ever listen i just said before we're where we are because we're where we are mm. for lack of quality but within that there is there is an element of bad luck we you know we didn't have bad luck we'd have no luck at all and we've we that's played out for us on through dominic calderlewin just not being fit mm all season basically he comes back for a couple of games and out again it's played out of losing Seamus Coleman you know and then losing Nathan Patterson in the same game oh and losing Michalenko on the other side you know it's like imagine losing like both your you know yeah. all of your fullbacks straight away all of them though we've got and, four and that's it so, exactly Vinagri who yeah. may may well or may not have yeah. played and people can can look and go on he's or whatever we don't but he's at least he is a left back or a left wing back so our fullbacks have just gone for games and and then to lose dominic calvert lumen as well and it was to see patterson limp off and then you look at the bench and going well who's like what are we doing here so it was a choice you know a bit of a hobson's choice it was mason holgate or michael Keane to play to play right back and the manager went with michael Keane, but it's amazing now or maybe it isn't amazing but that did, like Ped said, that did undo that positive start for us, didn't it? No, but straight away the team's just disjointed, isn't it? Mm. And Michael Keane comes on. I understand Keane coming on, because after Holgate's performance last week, I completely understand the manager not wanting him in the team. I, I get that completely. Mm. But don't ask Michael Keane to play the same role that Patterson was doing. Yeah. Patterson was pushing up the pitch. He was basically a he right wing back. He didn't know what to do, though. And, and I, I felt really sorry for him again been put in that position but also the other thing that happened was Troy swapped sides he did too. he swapped sides straight away and all that did was that put him obviously one on one but where we'd been getting loads of joy down there left hand down our left hand side that suddenly stopped because mm. they started defending properly so suddenly we had a double problem mm. and Michael Keane there was one because it was right on our side and it, it was it was near when they scored and Michael Ke we've got the ball in a in and there's loads of space on the right hand side and Michael Keane doesn't know whether to go or not yeah, and he ends up going position. he ends up going and the ball doesn't come to him and you can just watch you're watching him trudge back and they're gone they're up the should pitch he, should he come on as a third centre back hundred percent I, I honestly don't and I honestly feel like the manager has looked at the situation and what made it worse was when Patterson went down he went down and he come back on because because yeah, yeah. it was almost like we are, we're not ready for this yeah. and then the, the physio's doing all this he's saying he's gone and mm. he goes back on and the physio's going no you're gonna have to come off mm. he didn't want he didn't want to go off mm. and he's going no and they're all saying go down go down and he's like I'm all, honestly I'm all right mm. And he's just like, and it, so that what what I didn't understand was in in that time could they've not formulated the plan of gone right. Well, we're going we're going to go to three, and we're going to put Dwight McNeil left wing back, and we're always going to go to right wing back, or James Garner's going to go to right wing back, whatever it was. But to see him come on and go, he's gone right back. It's just like it was bemusing to me because we were we were getting up the pitch and we were likely to be hit on the counter attack. That it, it was so it was so strange to see that happen. 
And I, and I, and, I, and you're watching all that. Are they going to go to a three? They're going to go to. No, he's stay, stay. He asked me some strange choices, Sean Dykes, hasn't he? For like, yeah. well, like, not digging him out soon. Listen, that, he is what he is, isn't he? And his game plan. I think Lampard was a bit like this. It's like, they set up well. He set up well for it, yeah. but then when something happens in the game, and it might, listen, the bit of the, the caveat to this might be, you just look at the bench and go, we can't react to anything because we can't, we haven't got the same. But he has been a few moments, I think, where I've seen that. I'm, and I'm, I was was never as surprised about Lampard doing it because he just didn't have that in him. It was pretty, but I, I am surprised when Sean Dykes doesn't have it in him because he is really experienced and he's, he's done yeah, really. And he's had a, he's a long been a manager for longer and he's had periods of success and he's kept Burnley up against it with a with a poor squad at times and all that. It has surprised me sometimes he's looked like he's a little bit lost on the line. It's like I don't know what to do. And that maybe that occasion on Saturday, Keane should have just gone in, he should have just gone go to a three. Because we finished the game against City, albeit Connor Cody was in the three. But with Connor Cody in there and we looked a lot better. I know City took the foot off the pedal of it, but we looked a lot more balanced. Than having because we haven't got a natural right back. Were you were you a little bit surprised that he didn't just change it immediately to a three? That's what I thought was going to happen. I thought mm. you know what, fair enough. There's no options on the bench. You're going to change shape, bring another centre back on. We've obviously played that way before. You'd assume he's got like a plan B, C, and D as well. Mm. But when Keane come on and look, I've been critical of Michael Keane in recent weeks. He's had poor performances, but I can't say a bad word about Keane for Saturday because he was out. It, I just feel bad for him. Four different like, positions, and none of them were centre back. No, it he didn't play his own position was, once, and I, I just feel bad for him more than anything yeah. because I you can't expect Michael Keane to play well at right back. He's Michael not a right Keane back. doesn't want to do anything else other than yeah. play brilliantly for Everton. You can tell he loves it. He loves the football club. He wants to give his best. Yeah. He's not. Oh. He's not amazing, but yeah. for God's sake. Don't hang the kid out to oh, dry. On my, on my one of my reaction videos, I think it, it may have sound like I was being critical for him on the goal. And I wasn't. I was just saying, you've brought Michael Keane on to play right back. You, you, you've, got, you've got to expect him to be up the pitch mm. because that's where we need somebody. Because the way the way you know Garner's gonna James gonna come naturally, he's gonna come he's gonna inside, come inside and then take that space up and then the fullback's gonna go mm. wide. And you need to have the fullback to go wide to create the space for James Garner so he can go either way. Mm. And I think people have been critical. I thought I thought I was being, and I wasn't. I was looking at the situation, going, "It's Michael Keane. Mm. You honestly think he's gonna? He can do that?" And I just thought that was a really strange one. I actually thought, yeah, "Why not just put James Garner right back? Yeah, just the kid can play football. Mm. He knows how to defend. Well against he knows how to defend. He knows how to keep. He's he's got he's got a little bit of something. There's something mm. definitely there. He's an yeah. intelligent footballer. Mm. Um, and he gives everything, doesn't he? And he gives everything, and you can see, he's, he, and I just thought sticking that right back. And, and he didn't, he, make, he makes a, an instant change, which I just thought, what are you... Like, the thing is, listen, I don't know. Obviously, before the game, you would expect, you would expect professional sports teams to go, if he gets injured, he comes on. If he gets injured, he comes on. Well, maybe that's all. Every scenario needs yeah. to be looked at. Do we go three at the back? Do we keep 4-4-2? Four, four, I just thought it was a really strange choice mm. with the amount of joy we were getting up their right hand side right. and on their left hand side to, to make that decision. There's a lot of space in there. Because they said, took in their fullbacks took right. And there. that's not being crit as said, mm. that's not being critical of Michael Keane. Because not that so for him. McNeil was showing how to play McNeil played fullback brilliantly and, mm. and and just did just did what he normally does without being but being just a little bit conscientious. A bit he got caught out in the first five minutes, being a little bit 
not quite maybe edging his bets against mm. Traore. But once he once he learns, he Traore never bothered them all day. He was, he was great. That was what's frustrating about the goal. Let's have a look at the goal because there's there's instances here and obviously the stills. This is us breaking. And we have the ball and Garner's done really well actually he's attacked the space and I've got the core circled because he takes up a lovely place there. There's no one there. And we've we're pushing him back. We've got Michael Keane over on the right. Evan have got seven players in this attack and Dwight McNeil is out of shot below where it says programme. Just out of shot there. If you take it on one. So Garner's played the ball in his carrying his run on. And he's going into the arrow there where I've said. Now we've got Garner who's next to him here. James Garner. Now if the Corey just takes a touch and gets his back in, we've got options here. We can roll it off to James Garner. He can dink it. Look at the space Michael Keane's got. That's it. That's and it. And I've got a, a Dharma circled. Keane's 15 yards behind him. So if the Corey uses his body and holds it, he can either pop it back to Garner, pop it off to James Garner, or dink it out to Michael Keane. He plays a first-time pass, take it on. And we're in trouble. It goes straight to Adama Traore. Now, this is the opportunity for Idrissa Garner Gay to pull him down. He would have had to take a bucking for it. It's a professional foul. Mm. He bounces off him. Take it on one. This is the second opportunity to do it. And this is Onana this time. Drag him down. Take this the bucking. This is bucking. where you... I can understand why Idrissa Garner Gay mm. didn't. Because he, he's in his own half. There's mm. loads of space. No, but I'm saying he's no, the, I know the this, two opportunities. This is the one. one. Once, he, once Onana lets him run off him, we do it again. Then for me, take it on again Ned. Tarkovsky's got to come out to him, and he doesn't. He runs, he just basically backs off, which allows Traore the space to run in. And we've got Huang here. Huang Hee-chan, circle, well, nobody. Because of Keane. Keane's Keen still off with the pitch. Yeah, Onana I... hasn't thought to get in there either. Mm. Traore gets a shot away, Pickford makes a save, it breaks back, and Huang Hee-chan. Well, again, though, that's... That's, I mean, it, Onana, what I don't understand about Onana is he literally breathes, does that thing where he breathes in. Mm. When someone's walking down the street mm. and you have to do that, mm. he does that. And mm. where he should just go, come on, lad. Him, yeah. I, I understand Tarkowski because if he goes to engage him, he goes past him. No, but I'm saying, no, it, I know, but, a but that's the moment, he isn't it? He, he's going to leave him. He's on his throwing in full stride at that point. It's like a bleeding bug. No, he is, he's in he is, full stride, so you understand. But Onana, just grab hold of him take the book and lad. Or if you've, if you've let him bounce. Then you've got to sprint yeah. it, but that, Jan. But you also, can't leave Wanky Chan on his own. But also, especially though, when there's four runners going to yeah. Traore on the ball, yeah. at least one of them has to be picking him up and knowing that shot's going across goal. So yeah, even and if he's on his own, does get a hand to it. It's getting pushed in that direction. Mm. But the other, the be. other side of it is as well, though, is is the core he's got to know there that he's got to have a look around and think. This is where where our plays where it's not just about football; it's about football intelligence. It's looking at the situation going. Where's Michael? Can Michael Keane get back there? Of where are we in the game? How often do we lose the ball in transition and get punished? It, it's all the time. It's we're one of the worst, if not the worst, in the league for it. There, I know people have it's only a five-yard pass, but you've got to have that intelligence to think. I've got to either rattle this into him or not give him a talk because if we get caught here, I don't understand why. I don't understand why when that ball's played in by Garner, he isn't just taking a touchdown. Because if he just if it comes in, he should be glancing. Yeah. I'm on my own. As that comes in, take a touch, and then I've got a pass. I've either got a pass to James Garner. I can roll it back to Idrissa Garner, gay, or I can take the touch and clip it out towards Michael Keane, who's on his own. Playing loose passes there mm. when we're no, like you just said, we're really poor at transitional turnovers. We do that 
it's loose and they break on it. Especially Triori. He's the one threat. We've done that at Goodison. Decore with the knockdown member and he had a chance to foul them. He didn't and they broke and he win the game. Decore was terrible, by yeah, the way. He had one of his worst games. Ironically, apparently Everton have just triggered his contract for another year. Oh, I've got, so, listen. No, listen. no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it was like, a, so they've just apparently... Old late, he's been out. No, he has, he was just, he like, just he hardly had touch of the ball, he never really fitted into the if way... You look at his, if you look at his stats from the weekend, they're terrible. He hardly no, he was terrible, no. He hardly trusted listen, the eight, nothing. Even his heat map, it's all, yeah. it's, 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 it's mm. there's nothing, there's, there's no, he doesn't really take up anywhere on the mm. pitch. And you could see that point watching the game. It, he was sloppy in possession. He never really found that position, especially especially obviously after Don went off as well. It was hard to find that position for him because I thought second balls for a large part of the game, we were awful. And when yeah. Patterson went off, we just looked so... And it's not even on the manager. Mm. Managers made the decision and he has to get the instructions and the instructions should have been to Keane, we'll just sit in for now, even if for 10 minutes. But Michael Keane was almost encouraged to go because of the amount of times we got into those areas. But there was just and the manager, I think the manager has to look at that situation and go, well, you either sit or you go, or we or we, we do it a different way. I don't know, but the whole team after Patterson went off just become chaotic, yeah. like really chaotic. Like the whole time after that last 15 minutes, especially after they scored though, we were we were just giving the ball away mm. dead cheap, and the midfielders they were they were they were all kinds of getting the ball, doing spins, do like last game of the season stuff. You know, doesn't really matter. We'll take the mick out of you. Mm. You know, the old ladies when they were keeping the ball, all this stuff, and we were just chaotic. We were ragged. Just going back to Decore for a yeah. sec as well. He did the exact same thing he did for the goal ten minutes earlier to that as well. Got a pass into mm. his feet, back to goal, lazy layoff. Yeah, and, and he broke. We spoke about this on Final Words after Brighton as well, where Decore, he's effectively our number 10, he's our most advanced midfielder. Yeah. And we said you don't have to be the classic idea of a number 10 to be effective as an advanced midfielder. But when he tries to, when he's forced to replicate, yeah. you know, a, a passing game, that is the weakest area of his game in terms of knowing how to wait his passes. Because it's like it's the Goldilocks thing, you know, they're either too hot or too cold. It's never just right. It's oh, they're always it. it's, um, they're always overcooked yeah, yeah. and too fast into Tremendous. the feet Tremendous. or the, like that too but that, sloppy. But it's, it's, it's no, worrying though, right, isn't it? Isn't it worrying? Right. Isn't it worrying when the worst part part of a player's game is is, is him touching the ball. Mm. <laughs> I think. Listen, I think a lot of a lot of Evertonians that I've been critical of him in the past during his Ever across his Everton career. That's been the criticism. It hasn't been can he get about the pitch because he can. It hasn't been does he compete well. You know, he, he never tries. He, he always tries. It's that taking care of the ball. And when we're on a break, again, full Ross and Rachel here. But when we're on a, the break like that, and Garner's played it in, you've got to be comfortable enough to take that with your back to goal. Take it, get a touch, make it get there. If you lay it off, you, the, the thing what annoys me about the whole thing, right, is he's got the whole picture in front of him. He's got the whole pitch. It's come to him. He can see James Garner. He can see Adrissa Garner Gage making the run. He can see Michael Keynes this way. Dom's behind. He should be looking as that's coming. What's on? What's on? Right, I've got space. Get a touch. I'm going to make sure that pass gets there. Take care of the football. If he rolls that into Garner and Adrissa Garner Gage back onto it, we're in the, the box. The one thing I would say... It's seven men yeah. forward. The one thing I would say about, about Wolves, the back four, is the back four never went anywhere all day. No. It sat on the edge of their box and it didn't leave... Actually, they have a good structure. It didn't they? leave any space for Decore to, to find. He yeah. never... They, they never... You know, their, 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 their whole line just stayed 
all but day together. Care, no, I know that's what I'm saying. So, so the Corey couldn't naturally find any pockets of space to yeah. get on the ball. Mm. He was, he was all, he, you know, where it's like when we played Brighton, they were, they were getting dragged. Up. They want to play up the pitch. They, mm. they actually, we talked about this last week when we did. Well, certainly when I, when I did the preview, we somehow can. It'll be a game of like. We don't want the ball, and they don't want yeah. the ball, and they let us have a lot of the ball, mm. the, and they just sat back and they wait. They almost did to us a little bit, like certainly for the goal of what we did to Brighton. Yeah, yeah. They weren't that interested. Not as good as Brighton. No, because they've got what Brighton. What I was Wolves are a decent side without a centre forward. Simple as yeah, that. Yeah. They take Still. care of the ball really well. They've got good passing play. They've got a lot of good footballers, and they know that they can move the pit, the ball quickly up the pitch. Um, because they are good passes of the ball. Mm. I mean, in the first half, the amount of times they played that left to right switch to Traore to try and catch out. McNeil, they must have done three or four times, mm. and every time he, he he got on it, but then McNeil dealt with it. They had a good side, but they just they did they dragged us in, and it was just that Keem moment. And I'm not criticising Keem. What I'm saying is, it's just because Keem was on the pitch. Mm. We didn't have we didn't have that because you. I don't know the core. might have looked at it and gone. Well, I'll give that to Patton. It's Michael Keane. I'm not going to give me. And he half he undercuts one. He's gone full. Yeah, he's gone between full, the two of them now. Full cold porridge. Mm. That's what I just couldn't. I can't accept that he hit it between the two and take a touch mm. and make sure it gets through a blue shirt. Because you'd have to do it in the moments. In the moments where they are sat in and they have they have got a nice structure mm. and you aren't on the ball all the time. That was a good counter attack for us. We had seven men up front. Seven. In and around their box, take care of but the But that pass. showed how much joy we'd been having, though. Yeah. That showed that, as I said, we'd been lulled into that. Mm. We'd been pulled into that. And they just waited for that one moment where, again, it's that not because of Michael Keane, but just simply because what had happened. Keane was that, miscast into a role that didn't fit him. Very much so. Very much But so. that was the first, I think that was the first attempt the goal he had as well. They scored. Everton had had six attempts at goal in the opening half an hour. I think they put the thing up. It was like it was fifty-fifty almost on the possession. Yeah. But Everton had had six attempts and they'd had none. And then they broke on it one 0 Then they had a couple of quick ones because yeah. we went racket till half time. They controlled it till half time. But the second, you know, obviously we lost on right before half time again. Is this, is this not another one where we could have just not could have just waited and not made the sub till half time? Till half time. I know it was four minutes and he went down right on half time, but it's just not another one where the manager or I mean listen, I don't know the extent of the injury, he no, might have he gone, it's gone. He did, he was upset, I could see yeah. that. But again, I was thinking, can't you give yourself a little bit of time here to make the sub? I don't know. I don't know. Well, Gray, I think Gray was always gonna come on, wasn't he? Because he would probably would have been you're talking plan B's, he probably would have been the one who started if Don wouldn't have been fit. He'd have gone with he'd have gone with him um, mm. with Gray, wouldn't he? I've seen some people go, we should never have started him. Uh, that no. wasn't my thinking. My no. thinking was if he was fit, he has to start. Yeah. Because he, that makes he had that to play if he was available. He had to play. And, and listen, he could have had a hat-trick before he went off. Really. The he header. The yeah. One header from a Wobie's cross he should have scored should with. Scored. Really. I was going to say, um, but it's not the same injury he was out with last week. Because last week was his groin. Yeah, no, it was a hamstring. And it was his hamstring. Mm. So it's not even... Again, this shows this shows the issue with Dominic Avalon, and we've said this loads of times. It's not one injury. No. It's it's his body. It's his actual it's physical problem, body. No. It's, it's his body. Problem, no. And it's it's with it's recurring again and again. And, and I it. I put no blame on the kid whatsoever. I do not feel like this is a kid who doesn't want to play forever. I heard murmurs of people in the ground having a go at him, and I just don't see that myself. This is a kid I thought who put everything into the game again, and it just it just maybe it was a different scenario. Wouldn't have played this week, but he had to play and he wanted to play, and this is what's happened. And 
Um, I, I thought just, he, he sprinted for a ball. It was a Wobi tried to play him through and over it the pass for a start. He'd have gone into his feet. He over it. Dom's gone after it. And I, to be honest, at the time, I thought Collins, because they went down together, I thought Collins would need him in the back of the head because he went down like that and Collins was straight over to him. Yeah. And he was like that. And I was thinking, as he caught him, as they've gone, I didn't for one minute think he, his leg had gone. And then you can see how upset he is, and I'm zoomed in on him, and I'm thinking, oh, for fuck's sake. Because when you see him upset, you know that. You know as a player, don't you? If you've ever done a hamstring when you're playing a game of footy, yeah, or you done, know, you just go, it's, it's gone. It's not something you can play around. You can't run it off. You can't go give it a few minutes. I'll see how it is. Well, you can if, if you feel like it's sweet, but if, if you know when if it's If you know spread, it's gone. And if he's had it before, his head immediately will be, I've got to come off. He knows exactly what it feels like, doesn't he, when it's a bad one. And, sure. you know, you see it, like you were saying, in Mamers in the ground, and you see it on Twitter, it's like, oh, why can't he take some injections and <laughs> play through it? It doesn't always work like that. And I think a hamstrings one where, you know, you can't just, like, can't take a few painkillers, and that's your leg not being able to function properly at that point. And I think, like, I do feel bad for him, so he'd, he'd love to play every game for us. I think he would love to. I don't think he wants to be injured. I don't see why he would. And yeah, we shouldn't be relying on a striker who's as injury prone as Calvert Lewin. And like you say, it's not just one injury. He's just susceptible to many injuries and many different muscles. That's just the way it is for him, unfortunately. But he had to play at the weekend because we're such a much better team with him in the side. Why are we in a situation where we're relying on a player who? stands a very high chance of being injured every game that's the why isn't there an option why are we still doing that? Yeah, we, that we knew last year that's the true fact of it isn't it the true fact of it this is a lad he's clearly had to play football in many different scenarios where he's not fit and he's had to play and we have pushed him to this point i, I said this the back end of carlos last season when he was starting to pick up injuries and we weren't making changes and it was, oh, we'll be all right, we've got him and we've got Richarlison. And it was it was it was becoming evidence almost that it, the more more muscle he was putting on, that the more more weight uh, the more injuries he was picking up. But obviously you put muscle on to protect yourself. And as a football club, we've absolutely fucked this kid. I don't care what anyone says. I've heard I've heard murmurs of of we've, we've sacked physios over it. We've whether whether that's right or that's wrong, we have we have we have we have not help this kid. You know, we've not helped this kid at all. You've got a situation where where every week people are ask, been asking the manager for months and months, when's he going to be back, when's he going to be back? And he's like, oh, you know, we don't. And it's like, because the manager hasn't got any... No, there's nobody else. There's nobody else. Last year we had Richarlison. We got away with it barely. And this season, it's again, the simple fact is, we have up, we bought Aladdin, who has got absolutely zero, zero... Uh, comparison to him in terms of how he of his structure and we've done this to him we've done this to this lad we as a football club we've done this and anyone who has a go at the player I think it's it, to me it's not on you should be looking at the, the club and looking and going we've spent money we've spent money all over the park we've spent lots of money on the defence and yet the <laughs> most important place on the pitch the most important place where we actually have got a quality player who you can tell he's this Dominic Hamlin's a top player mm. you can tell that when he plays and when he doesn't play and yet you didn't think to protect the asset himself and you didn't think that 
as a Premier League football club, you should have what another one like him, and then another one, another one. Mm. And that to me is scandalous. Another scandalous decision by this football club. And even you go to Jan January, you like, we'll we'll get you one. The untruth, the shocking untruth mm-hmm. of Farad <laughs> Mishiri. We'll get you one, you, and you didn't, you didn't, and you can make the excuse. Oh, a guy walked out. Well, why did he walk out? Because you sacked the fella. You you sacked the fella. Well, gonna play. Can I interject here? Because this isn't to defend him. The lad who was coming in isn't a striker. No, he's no, a he's not. No, exactly. He's a winger. Yeah. Arna Danjuma is a winger, mm-hmm. and quite clearly not a very good one because yeah. Spurs don't give him any time. Right? He is not Dominic yeah, Calvert-Lewin. He wouldn't have come in and got ten goals forever, nor eight goals or six goals forever. He just wouldn't. He's a wide player who's got a goal in him, yeah. which is good. That's what Everton needed yeah. as well, because we don't have that. You know, without Dwight McNeil, we would be fucked. Without his goals, we'd be in massive trouble, wouldn't we? Because no one else is really. The Corey's had a little go. Malpai, Yeri Mina scored more, has scored more goals against Wolves this season than Neil Malpai scored Premier League. Scored goals for Everton. That was Mina's second of the season against Wolves. You know, Evan Ferguson got more in twenty minutes yesterday for oh. Brighton than Malpai's got all season. They, these are the things. Everton Football Club said it before. When you're a football club, it blows my mind that you don't load your squad yeah. with lads who can put the ball in the net. It's almost like there's people at the football club, recruitment-wise, and everybody else who don't understand what football is. Yeah. Football scoring goals. If you're a midfielder, you can go and play centre-back or you can play right-back if you have to. Trying to put someone up front and, and be specialised in scoring goals or away, it doesn't happen because it's such a specialised position. And therefore, all of your focus really should be on forward players, wingers who get goals, strikers who get goals, because you are fucked without it. And Everton are in the mess they're in hmm? because of the recruitment, because they haven't gone. When we had Richarlison and Dominic Calvert-Lewin, we still should have had another two. Yeah, of course. We, we should have had another two who you go, well, they could play. Why? Why should Everton, even with all the money, I understand that if it was Brighton or Brentford, say, or Fulham, maybe, a football club that hasn't got loads of money, thinking we can only really carry one or two. Everton Football Club spent a lot of money and have been obsessed with just having two lads who just are fit every week. Doesn't matter what's no, on the bench, because they're all right. You know what I mean? It's bizarre. And, and now we're going into a game at the weekend where... We haven't, we haven't got a, a good enough replacement. That's just a fact. We haven't. Malpai's not good enough. Ella Sims isn't good enough. Damari Gray's not good enough. Not a striker either. But anyway, he went with Damari Gray. We come out second half. And, and the second half was a bit of a mismatch because Everton, Everton with the team looking for a goal, Wolves decided to play on the... Which is fine. They, they didn't need the win. It didn't matter to them. They decided to play on the counter-attack. But... Because it was a little bit of a mismatch, because mm. Michael Keane was, was out at right back, you know, Damari Gray was through the middle. We, we just we just didn't have anything creative in the final third for a large part of that second half, did we? Just didn't flow at all, did it? No. And I think we did improve down the right side once Garner was there, there mm. James Garner. Mm. Which just raises the question further, why didn't he put him there at the start? If, mm. you know, he's identified him as someone who, who can play there if needs must. Because in that system, with your right wing back, what you're looking for is someone who works hard and has technical ability on the ball. Mm. James Garner has both of those and yeah. he, had, he had a decent game at right back. Mm. But all through that second half, it just seemed like a nervy performance. There's no people say about this team, they don't care, whatever. I think you can say a lot about their mental ability. I wouldn't say that they don't care. I'd say they 
lack the confidence in themselves in hard situations. I wouldn't say that they don't care because you can you can see it when we scored how much they care. But it was just the confidence within themselves at that point. I think was a massive factor. It it looked nervy and. We did have some good chances in the first half before we went a goal down and then there was less of that in the second half and you know Wolves credited them. You know it angered a lot of our fans but they did slow the game down in the end to their own detriment really because there was so much time added on but you know through large sections of that game they managed to slow the game down you know make fouls pick up free kicks where they can keep the ball out of play. Ruben Neves did a victory lap when he was on his way off didn't he? Yeah. And they did a good uh, job for most of it in terms of slowing the game down and stopping us getting a flow when we were struggling to flow anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that made it. You could. We didn't look like scoring, did we? And that's why it was such a shock when we scored in the 99th minute. But we didn't look like scoring, and you know we played our own part in that with our lack of cohesion on the ball. But I think Wolves did slow us down as well. Yeah, they they stuck to their game plan, didn't they? Which was. We're winning one, it's up to you to come and get something now. And, and they, they look at Everton and go, we haven't really got much in it. You know, they're okay defensively, they're okay battling in midfield. Yeah. It's the creative side of the game, which we just, we couldn't get no. the Mari Gray 1v1. Yeah. And the, the one time we did play a great little ball over the top, he went and shoved the lad in the back instead of just running. And he would have been in. And he's like, yeah. stupid foul. And you're like, you're not getting away with that, you know, that kind of thing. And mm. when we did get into the final third, like a wall, we had a shot. Which the keeper made a decent save from. Yeah. He hit another one wide. The Mari Gray had one, which the keeper flapped at and pushed wide, and yeah. another one got out of the way. Yeah. But there wasn't really any clever interchange. No, we're not. We're in not. The final we're third. not. We're not a good team, are we? Mm. We're not a good. We're not a good. Certainly not in the final. Third. We're not a good present. Like we don't pass the ball well. Mm. Um, and it was it was a lot of hit and hope balls, diagonals, and and then it, I just couldn't believe how chaotic that second half was. It was truly. Truly chaotic. Michael Keane was getting further up the pitch as the game went on. It was it was like McNeil, and then McNeil was getting further up the pitch, and then the Mari Gage post we playing centre forward was drifting over to the left. Well, we had and two then wingers I, I, Alex, in the middle. Alex Awobi was starting to go up front. It really was just getting absolutely chaotic. We made a couple of subs, then he pushes Keane. We end up we end up with Keane and Mopai up front. They're playing long balls to Keane, and Keane can't win any. He's not winning anything, and which then we're gambling on second balls. They were they weren't committing men apart from the one that they had with um, Matthias Kunis, who who obviously burst past uh, James Garner with pace. I think it was, wasn't it? And he forced Pickford. Nunes, wasn't was it Nunes? Sorry, pick caused a brilliant uh, pick caused Pickford to make a big save, which was a big moment. And I think there was a little bit of frustration in the crowd of why aren't we having a goal? But I actually turned around to Ned and Ned was flapping at that point. I said to Ned, turn around to five minutes to go. You mm. watch." And I thought that that's what happened. It was like staying the game, staying the game, just staying the game. Don't give anything away. Just staying the game. You've got to, haven't you? Yeah, just don't don't concede that second goal. And I thought defensively we handled them really well. Second half they didn't do anything apart from a few counter attacks. And you're just waiting for that one moment. But it was such a lack of quality. Awobi wasn't opening them up. McNeil obviously was playing deeper, so we couldn't get in those positions to shoot. And it was becoming, it was just becoming so frustrating. And when you've got eight minutes to go, by the way, and you see that Mopai and Holgate are coming on, you're just like, what the... Are you surprised Sims never got lashed on? No, because clearly the manager doesn't like him. Mm. It's as simple as that. I don't know what Jack thinks, but I've said this from basically the very start. Mm. Apart from the Chelsea game, what 
what he actually done to Yeah, well, what's Mofi done? No, I Mo-Fi's know that. I know. I'd, I'd, I'm so not... So already one I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of him. Mm. I'm not a fan of him. Mm. But he obviously feels like this thing of that seniority that managers get affected by. And it's why Fixated, players don't get enough... Young players... There's tr- it's the word trust. Mm. It all comes down to that word trust. It's almost that thing of rem- players just automatically think oh, I've got to play in this position I've got to do this thing and they think young players are just going to switch off and go la 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 I'm a big blue whale and wait Ned no uh, yeah in terms of being shocked no because Dice doesn't rate him like Peds just said in terms of logic yeah because you know pumping balls into the box I've got a centre back up there just where his only instruction is just win an header or at least force a yeah, second ball do it, yeah got Ellis Sims there, who is more similar to Dom than Malpay is. You can just say, look, you're a presence, you're a big lad. Even if you don't win this header, the second ball, we can get something off that. Seeing that against Leicester the other week, our equaliser was scored through winning the second ball because mm-hmm. Calvert-Lewin went up for an header. And because he's a presence in the air, they have to take that seriously and go up there and they can't always get it away clean. And you've got headed to a Wobi and we scored. Sure. That's what we were trying to replicate there. But mm-hmm. instead of doing it with... Like Dom, you know, a striker who's over six foot, he's you know, he's strong, he takes a bit of deal moving the area trying it with Michael Keane and again, not his role. Can't blame him for it not working. It, you know, it, it did work later on, he got a ball into Mina, but you know, for many attacks passed us by because it wouldn't work well, in his role. Mopai has a presentable chance that he tries to do an overhead kick with. He's like three yards out. You know, if his position had been right, he'd have scored. You know, when he's gone in and he's all over the place. I just Again, single people. Oh, I just don't understand what he does. He trusts the ball about three times. He does nothing. I think he's I, not bringing anything. I think the idea. The I think the idea was Michael Keane was supposed to win the first ball, and maybe Mo Pai would get on the second. Yeah, ball. But that's what Sims would do. That's the biggest thing for me. Is I, I, I just don't. You're right. Like, I'll be Jack, honest. No, but Jack's just nailed it. Yeah. It surprised, as in. Now I understand he never plays him. So Dave, if, if he was never playing him the week after he scored yeah. against Chelsea, he was never playing I, him. But logic tells you. This kid is more likely to get you a goal than this kid here. When they made off. when they made the sub, for one, for not even a second did it cross my mind that Sims was coming mm. on. Yeah. I never sat there. Going, oh my god! It oh. never even crossed my yeah, mind. Yeah. It it just it was just that's the way it is. Mm. I looked at it and thought, none of the other. We've got two. We've got two goalies on the bench again. Mm. Wow. Uh, the only three that didn't get in are the three kids. Yeah, the, and the kids are never playing. It's as simple yeah. as that. That's what the manager. That's why when I when you look at the situation with the manager. You have to you have to look at it the whole thing and go, are any kids ever gonna get a chance with them? Well maybe right not right now. But you're looking for a goal. But as I said, it never crossed my mind. Mm. It just didn't cross my mind. When Michael Keane goes up, you just go, Yeah, that's that's, I, see, I that's where have, we are as a football. I didn't no, have no. a go with him for that. I didn't have a go. I just, loads of us have gone, just put yeah. Keane up front, you may as well. So I, that, I understood oh, that no. many managers have, have done it. Does it. It was just... There's a desperation, It's the person it? who's alongside The managers... Him. Listen, a, the manager could be in here now and go, that's what you're about. It worked. Mm. It worked. Oh, I got Keane, Keane up front. <laughs> I've got no problem. I keep saying it. There was no issue. He'll look at that. It was who was yeah. next to He'll look at that. Mopai didn't make yeah, any difference. Nobody'll look at that and go, that worked, that worked. Hoge came on, he looked after right back, mm. I stuck someone up front, mm. another person up front, who actually might have took a defender away, mm. and no one's looking at the three centre-backs, who actually are our most creative players. I was open. It was We were going to have an Alisson moment when Pickford come up with a call, and I was thinking, come on, because he was like that Pickford, Pickford's thinking, gonna is he going to... Like, no, nope, he's going to have the header. And the corner missed him, didn't it? And he went up, but we get the throw-in from it, and obviously at that stage yeah, you're thinking, on. this is, this is, you know... 
you then your attention is switching then to going, oh, Arsenal are going off the win, West Ham are going off the win, we're relying on everyone else. And, and we, we still are, of course, but, um, we, you know, we've we done well, really, for the goal, to be fair, the, the three centre-backs. So let's have a look at the stills from the goal. It, it, they've got a, we get a throw-in. What was really bad about this throw-in is mm. we take it short and McNeil gives it back to Gray and if, uh, Matthias Nunes actually goes and closes Gray down. We can't put the ball in, but he doesn't. He just he, he allows him. Gray actually takes a step back as if it's a free kick. He puts a ball into the box. Tarkovsky does absolutely brilliantly. See, the goalie, right? The goalie should have just The goalie's been really. cocky all day. Yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd been dead cocky things. taking everything. And every time he, anyone went near him, he was like, it's a foul. Mm. Well, he just doesn't get, doesn't deal with it. Michael Keane does really well. If we take it on again, you've got him. Um, there, Tarkovsky's knocked it down, got Keane circled there. He's onto it like a flash. We go again. And this is where he makes a really good decision here, Michael Keane, because he could just lash at this goalwards because the keeper's out. Yeah. Take it Do on you know again. what's genuinely brilliant about this, and though, with Michael so, Keane? Michael Keane probably understands that he has got a t he has got time because if anyone touches him, it's a penalty. Mm. So he's, he, do he actually does he do He's dead calm. Uh, he does brilliantly take it on again, Ned. This is the ball. Me and the circled in the middle. Now, Keane could just lash this at the goal. It hits some goes out for a corner. He doesn't. He just keeps it alive back in the danger zone. And then... There we go, ball across, and Yeri Mina's on hand, stays alert, and is on hand to yeah, sweep it in, and you've got that celebration, you've got the minute where, you, or the seconds where you're going, are the, is there a VAR check here? Yeah. What's happening? Is I it, it going to count? So you're holding your breath, aren't you? And then it's given, and, and obviously it's... Uh, I honestly thought they were going to pull a goal. I, cause I thought you the, see a goalie yeah. go down, you think? I thought they are going to give a foul here on mm. the keeper or something. And our players were a little bit like, and as they walked back, the, the ref, the ref just went like that, mm. and then just went, and I, and then you're thinking, just blow the whistle now, just blow the whistle, because there isn't enough time for anything. Blow the whistle, and obviously they blow the whistle, and, and Everton have got like Jack said right at the very start, could be a massive point. You know, it's that you can't win it, don't lose it, obviously, but it's a thing where when you're the rivals like of, of a team and they get such a late goal, you go. Don't you? You open it to defeat because it's another point on that board, and it's one that certainly, if you're looking at Leeds United, that extra point yeah. means that Everton they could actually beat Spurs one nil, and we drew one one with Bournemouth. We'd stay up because of that point. That's that's what it's like because of the goal difference. That's how huge it is now. If Newcastle beat Leicester again, it's another. It's a thing of you know we we have to we have to look. We only need a point with that anyway because of that point. So. It could actually be a absolutely magnificent point in the end. The thing it? is, we'll be hoping it doesn't come down to that. We'd oh, love to be a lot more safer yeah. than just on goal difference, because that's something that could change quite bit, instantly yeah. as well. Mm. But it's just, it's an insurance policy, isn't it? Mm. And that's what everything is, because a win would have been the same. That wouldn't have been us safe mm. with um, the games to come. But it's just another, look, it, it, it's better off than nothing. It's something, it's a point on the board. And to Wolves fans, that'll feel like a loss because you can see... The I'll just clarify, we would have been safe if Newcastle would have beat Leicester tonight, the way the results went. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. No, you're right, it's, it, there is that extra, isn't it? It's that little thing you're going, well, you've still got to do something. Like, Leicester tonight, Everton's point has gone, you've got to go there and, like, Keegan... That's it, it changes. You've got to go there changes, and get something. It changes, you know? the, it changes then, doesn't it? Leeds have to go to West Ham. 
And maybe there was if we'd got beaten, they would have gone a point. It'd be brilliant here. Mm. Mm. You know where you know would have been. Well, they'd have gone level, one level, wouldn't they? Mm. Um, so they'd be on the swing. Yeah, and and just so having that point, just putting that pressure on on the opposition. And but, what about the confidence boost for the players? Well, I was going about to say the players will will the players the way the players will look at it is. We've had our centre forward go off, our right back go off, our, one of our centre backs ended up going up front, and we've dug that out and we've dug in. And, and, and when you look at it, I see it, like me, and I don't mean it was brilliant in the game, I thought he was man of the I match. Gave him man of and he got yeah. the winning goal, and you look at that. Equalising goal. Uh, sorry, equalising <laughs> fell like a winning goal. Yeah. Um, equalising goal. Mm -hmm. uh, all those players will go, we dug in. Yeah. You know, you, you James Garner's playing in different positions, your Mac Neal's playing in a different position. Everything against them. Bacon, bacon off day. Pickford making a big save. Where if that had gone in, it would have just been like, that was it, um, it. you know what yeah. I mean? That would have been it. And another goal, two goals. You know. 90th minute plus nine. It gives the f fans were absolutely buzzing. If you think, sorry, just support. If you think about how big that save is, yeah, we've he's kept us in it to get us a point. But if we'd have lost two nil, yeah, the goal difference, goal difference. is gone. It leads. It's gone. Exactly. So already you're just going. Well, if they do what they need to do, there's nothing. No, what I mean, you're you're yeah. talking Everton are gonna have to win four 0 or something on the line. It's never never happened with no strikers. So it has kind of it's give us that little doesn't feel like it, but it's give us that little bit of momentum still to go. You know what? Even in the ninety ninth minute last week, we didn't give up and we've got a point. And it sets like I say. This is obviously before Newcastle. If Newcastle, and what a great incentive to them, by the way, win the home game within the Champions yeah. League. It's an incredible thing to be able to do at St. James's Park. If they do that tonight against Leicester, who are a little bit deflated, then it gives Everton a great opportunity to job. go to Goodison and go. I mean, it's already if we win, we're you know, we'd be safe if Newcastle don't lose. That's a good thing to have. And obviously that can be better if, if Newcastle have a good result tonight. But just looking ahead very quickly to the weekend. We can still put out a strong side. It's just, it's just, you know, Michalenko hopefully will be available, which means McNeil can play back higher up the pitch. The right back will be an issue because I imagine Patterson will be out unless he's just tweaked it and it's, it's all. But I imagine that if it's a hamstring, like they think, he's not going to be playing. So there'll be no cold. But then they can train on, they get someone in there all week, can't they? Can. Can. Be, you man. might be right, it could be James, they might go James Garner. I think playing. it'll be Mason Allgate. I, I think they'll just do it. Like, I just think they'll just say, you're playing. What about Connor Cody? Could he not play there? We could, go, we could go three at the back, yeah, with Connor Cody, maybe. Maybe go three at the back. What would you do up front then? Would it be Gray? Would it be Gray with the Corey off him? Michael Keane. Because he was the... Michael Keane? Yeah. OK. I'd like to say like Sims... not being 100% accurate there. I'd like to say Sims in terms of sticking to what I've been trying to do with Dom, but... We're not going to see that, easy. yeah. So I'd take Would you grey, go grey then. If it yeah, was I'd go grey over Malpe, and I'd ask the core A to push up Just from midfield yeah. again and try and make runs into the box, make late runs into the box. Tell him not to touch the ball when it's at his feet. Don't mess about <laughs> with all that. Just stick to what you know, son, and just get yourself in the box and be a nuisance. Isn't it? A, it again, we said that a few times just before we finish. Is that the other week? I've said this before. I walked out the Fulham game. And I walked out the Newcastle game thinking that was it, Be just because of the way we the way we capitulated. Now we have got we've lost four of the last five home games, and Everton's home form is is normally not that bad. We we have lost a lot over the last few years because we've lost quality, and of course with COVID kind of skewed it the other way. Um, 
but we've got an opportunity. The crowd are going to be electric. I imagine, I'm, I don't know whether there'll be any kind of bus welcome to try and count. I don't know. It's early in the I week. I think they've said they're not doing yeah. one because it's no not bus. a late kick-off. Because there's no bus. Right, okay. So, but the crowd, I imagine, are going to have to create that. matter what happens outside. What's and inside? And we've got the MSP stuff now. Which they play it? Could, Where are they playing? They're playing. They're right, right, yeah. one's MSP. Right back, one's at right back and one's at, uh, one's at centre forward. Um, Get us up front. And I guess we could take that as a positive as well this week. So you know what? Let's I've got no wish to turn up and win. We have to be. We have to make it horrible. We do. We have to make it horrible. We have to make the Bournemouth fan players feel like they're not getting out of there alive. Mm. I don't give them monkeys. Mm. We have to be the Lions and they have to be the Christians. Gotta be. And honest to God, we, it's the Coliseum and we're going for them. They that's the, that's the it's got to be it. that mentality because for them, and I'm not saying they're on the beach and they're this, that, and the other, but their level is the last game yeah. for them. There's nothing on it. They say they've had a great season, but then they come up and they stay yeah. up. For us, everything, everything is on the line. It's everything. everything. And we've got to prove it now, it's players. everything, isn't it? And our players have got to go in there and think, this is the day. No mistakes. You put everything into it. And, I, and if we're at 100% and they're at 98%, as long as we can put the ball in the back of the net, then, then we've, we win the game. We've got, and everything, everyone's got to be like, ev- do everything yeah, to put the ball in the back of the net. On, everything. And, and the fans have to be part of that. You've got to make the Bournemouth fans feel like, what hell, mate? I'm not interested no. in this, mate. In in 90 minutes, I'm, I'm, I'm out of here, mate, and I'm on holiday for a month. So, well, I'd like to enjoy that holiday. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really matter what happens today. Yeah. They've, they've had a great no. season for yeah. them. They've had a great season. So, and we owe them, to be honest, we owe them big time for them two performances. In fact, they beat us the last four times they played us, mm-hmm. Bournemouth. So, we owe them big time for, certainly, for what happened in November, which was horrific. Um so it's on us to, to go and do and it won't be an easy game but mm-hmm. for Everton have, like I said if you'd have offered me this walking out of Goodison at Newcastle and Fulham they would have gone you know what potentially because again Newcastle haven't played but potentially just have to win on the last day to stay up I think we'd have all gone you know we'll take that Absolutely. given what's gone on and not having strikers no, but I think we'd have but then and then the hard work starts yeah, yeah. the minute that final whistle if Everton have achieved either way it, the hard work well, the hard work starts regardless yeah on Monday, regardless of what happens, because oh, it's a bank holiday. Yeah, it's going by the Premier you know, League. It's, we'll the, have to leave it it's bank holiday, isn't but it? the hard work start there. And also, it's in their half term next week. It is. So loads of them will probably have the week off because of the kids as well. well. So it might start. The week. And then you know <laughs> so, the holidays. Yeah, and, like, no whatever. No whatever. Let's start in August. Let's call it. Let's call it <laughs> July, lads. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, the hard work starts of turning this football club around because yeah. it's been going the wrong direction ridiculously. And you know ridiculously. what? Last year when we stayed up, it seemed that that was seen as an achievement. Yeah. To, Staying up, there's pictures of it in Finch. We avoided disaster. That's great, but that's not an achievement. We can't treat this if we stay up on Sunday. We've done it again, see? Boss us. It can't be like that. This, the last two years, has to really hit home for this board and make them realise that so many functions of this football club aren't good enough and things need to change dramatically. That has to be the mentality. I, where do you stand on this? Is just my personal opinion. No pitch invasion. First and foremost, there's a huge fine yeah. hanging over Everton Football Club, and that yeah. could lead could lead to points deductions. Mm. End of story. That's a fact, which is why you're seeing yeah. double security and all that. But two, no. for me, just don't do it don't because do it. I'm not being funny. Last year I understood it and I got it and I I it was a release. I, wasn't I, it? I enjoyed I enjoyed the scenes after it because I thought we were gone on a two 0 down. We were gone. I enjoyed it, but this time no. there's a very different taste in the mouth. Yeah. By all means, be relieved. By all means, yeah. hug and kiss and celebrate yeah. and sing whatever. 
in your seats and yeah, that, yeah. you can still be an emotional outpouring, but please just stay away from the yeah, pitch. Stay off no, the pitch. I don't want any more pitches. No, of exactly. Our fans running on. Exactly. Let's do that when we win something. Exactly. Not, not when we just. No, let, and, and listen, I'm not telling anyone what to do, but don't do it. Because the yeah. simple fact is, you're absolutely right. Fucking pitches on the wall at Finch Farm and in and in his office. Sod, and he'll be there, by the way, Sunday. Oh, I think he'll be there on Sunday. Oh, big time. He'll, I don't know. I think he will be there. He can't keep himself away. He'll get there at half four in the morning, have a kip in his boardroom, so he's fresh for it. And uh, Don't give them the satisfaction. No. It's stay not in, an achievement. Stay in the stands and tell them what you feel at the end of the game. If you're having protests and you haven't done all that all season, that's fine, no problem. Know what? Know when people say, wait till the end of the season. This is your opportunity. Mm. When that but when that final whistle goes, whatever. No, whatever happens, you tell them people what you think if of them. If they're not there, then well, they're not there. You can shout you can at their seat. Doesn't but, matter. Tell the cameras what we feel of these people. These people who have destroyed our football club, they have destroyed our football club, and it's our chance. Don't run, run on the pitch. Won't do that, by the way, because it'll get twisted. It'll get it'll look like a celebration. It'll either look like a celebration or it'll be a disgrace and we deserve everything we get and there'll be an inquest be and a Bournemouth player will probably go, hey, someone put a phone on my face. No, honestly, it's not It's not worth it. Think about the bigger picture and the bigger picture is not making our club look stupid and getting rid of these these people who are making our club stupid and that's it. That's it. And I'll... I'll <coughs> Don't be fronting Gary O'Neill like something he's did to be yeah. here. Gary O'Neill will front your back. Mm. No, for, listen, for me, it's just it's the message that it sends. Yeah. A to the Premier League, but B, that we're all, we celebrate staying up. Last year, I got it. I got it and yeah. I wouldn't tell. And I'm not telling anyone this time, just for me personally. I hope everyone just stays where they are and celebrates with the, the relief with the mates and hugs and sings, whatever, whatever, whatever. Just stay in your areas and because... If we do start becoming a team that celebrates yeah. staying up, we're all we're accepting yeah. everything else that goes on and going. Yeah, we're just happy to be here for the party. Yeah. That, for me anyway, is not Everton Football Club. No. That is something that needs to be eradicated. Yeah. So that when we do start celebrating, it's an achievement. It's winning a yeah. trophy, whatever, whatever. So let's just try and do that. But let's just win the game and let's let's rebuild the minute that whistle goes. Aye. Right, we're carrying on for a few stats. minutes. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sorry, we haven't even seen the stats. Got carried away. I seen there we go. Have we uh, any player stats? No, we didn't. Wolves 13 attempts at goal, Everton 18. Five on target for Wolves, four on target for Everton. One big chance for Wolves, but three for Everton. 53% possession to 47. Everton did win the XG as well, the expected goals. I think Wolves was 1-5, mm. Everton's was 1-9-9. So... Uh, um, if you look at XG let's have a quick look at Yeri Mina because I gave him man of the match and I thought he was excellent at the weekend that's Dwight McNeil no, it's not um, definitely Yeri Mina go Yeri uh, one clearance two tackles won 75% of his aerial duels won 6 out of 7 ground duels had a goal as well created one big chance as well which yeah. isn't on there I think his passing accuracy was 87% or something like that and um Listen, he's coming and he has made a no, difference in tremendous. the games he's been in. And that's we're gonna need him again. Yeah. We're gonna need him again on Sunday and, and hopefully he'll come up with another big goal and another big performance forever. Absolutely. Right, there you go. Make sure you give the video a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. If you haven't, it really helps, makes a big difference. We're carrying on, like you say, on Toffee TV Premier. 
Now we will be answering your questions and reading out your points of view. A big thanks to Jack again. Thanks for watching. See you later. Thank you. Welcome back. Uh, 